to The Truth in This Art. I am your host, Rob Lee. And today, I am interviewing a Baltimore-based illustrator, comic book artist, writer, musician, cake decorator, and cat enthusiast. Look, that's that's a lot in one line. Um, she has done album artwork for Satan's Pilgrims, uh, The Electric Mess, uh, Freezing Hands, and The Resonars, as well as a lot of gig posters and t-shirt designs for bands, including Surfer's Blood, uh, Dressy Bessie, Ted Leo, and The Pharmacist and David Lieb Hart. Please welcome Elena Fox. How are you? Hi, good. How are you? I am fantastic. I, that was a lot of words for me to get through, but I think I got all of them. I think I'm good. <laughs> I think I'm right. good there. Yeah. Um, when I when I read over the first line, I was like, I'm going to stop right here at Cat Enthusiast because I got cat questions. I have a lot of cat oh, questions. Oh, I mean, I'm all about answering cat questions. <laughs> and I, and I, I might be <laughs> terrible at answering my, my own questions, but cats, cats I can help you with. I love that your your screensaver is a black cat. We um, have had uh, my family has had two black cats. We always gravitated towards black cats. So mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know if they were protecting us or something. But uh, we always had black cats. Um, I have one, my guy. Really? Yeah, he's. I, he, you'll see him in my comics. I write all about him. Nice. <laughs> So I want to start off with um, getting getting dipped. Um, for those who are uninitiated, uh, give them give us the vital stats. What's your background, education, into this, this is a weird one. Describe your describe your work in like three emojis. Okay, I guess we'll start with that. Um, three emojis. Uh, well, the black cat. Um, I guess the guitar. I mean, I want to try to find a way to say that I'm a musician. The guitar is kind of cheesy, but I'll go with that. Um, and the clown. Clown head. So, so why you gotta you gotta touch on the clown? I, to, the first two, when you get to the clown, some people are afraid of clowns. My, my, I am too. Are you? But a little bit, but I was trying to think of. Um, I don't know. I'm pretty lighthearted and um, absurdist, so the clown kind of fills both of those. I like it. I like it. I usually use that that red ogre with the beard emoji. It's like, yeah, that's just me. It's just, yeah, it's pretty self-explanatory. <laughs> so um, what does your, your background and your, your, your education look like? Because uh, you have, um, you've got a pretty extensive kind of like background I was reading. You're doing some stuff. <laughs> um, so uh, I studied graphic design at the State University of New Paltz in New York. Um, I'm originally from Long Island, New York, and came to Baltimore, I don't know, like 16 years ago or something. And um, yeah, so I studied graphic design illustration there. And um, from there, I just, I don't know, just as an artist, funny thing. <laughs> I went to art school because I was like, I don't want a desk job. I'm not <laughs> doing that. And then um, here we are doing digital art. <laughs> I'm still in front of a computer, but it is a lot more fun stuff that I get to do. That's fun. So, um, yeah, I do a lot of drawing and uh, painting. And um, where am I going with this? My background. Yeah. So I guess um, growing up, I um, my mom was an art teacher. And mm-hmm. um, I grew up in a very creative household. Um, didn't have, like, a ton of money. So it was, like, here's some crayons and do whatever. And she would give me like little projects and stuff. My dad used to draw with me and we would make these huge murals in my garage and, um, you know, think of a fish, draw whatever fish and create, you know, your own thing. So I, my childhood 
very lucky. I had a really cute, fun childhood with lots of creativity and music and stuff. So that I think that's like a very young age. I started along this path, whatever, whatever it is. <laughs> no, that that's that's great. And see, see, this is this is why you're 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 being an overachiever right now. I like it. You've answered the first two questions, so thank you very much. <laughs> oh, no, I kidding. feel like one was sort of holding the end of the, the other. <laughs> no, you were, you were good there. Um, so you you have like those experiences being like from a creative household and kind of making do it what's there and really using your imagination and cultivating from there. Mm-hmm. S- similar for me, it's like, you know, not crayons per se, you can't even afford crayons. It's like, hey man, take some of this lead paint and figure it out. <laughs> no, um, that's, that's terrible. Um, so how how was it locally um, being a a TV personality while you worked at Charm uh, Charm City Cakes? Tell me about that. Um, well, when I went to work at Charm City Cakes, I like I didn't really even know they had a TV show because I guess they were just figuring out if that was actually going to happen. Um, so pretty much, I started working there, and then like a week later, it's like we're doing the show, and I was like, cool, because I honestly had no idea what I was doing. I was like, well, I can sculpt. I, I, I lied. I was like, I can, I can make cake. Sure. But, uh, I was like this, I know it's like within my skill set to like build stuff. So how could, how different could it be? But I, it ended up being a situation where I've got to learn how to do something in front of the entire world, which is not really a thing that I feel a lot of people knew about. That. <laughs> um, so that was scary. That was scary. But I mean, some of the best times of my life with that stuff. We got to travel and meet all sorts of cool people and make all sorts of cool art. So it was, it was pretty awesome. Yeah, that's, that's great. And I think that is like one of the, I think that's one of the shows that kind of led to maybe this kind of like TV, this landscape where uh, desserts are getting over the top and the decoration and artistic elements are coming in. So you, you were a part of that. I mean, that's, that's something to, to acknowledge. I mean, that's a thing. Um, <laughs> so creatively, your interests include comic book writing, illustration, music, and, and cake art, as we, we were touching on. Um, what's the through line, though? Like, it, are there some overlap in some things? And uh, that because some of these things seem like very different from others and some of like very similar. So what are the characteristics that kind of overlap and serve each other between the interests that you have? Um, well, I guess all the things that I like to do, um, it's, it sounds weird, but I feel like there's a really tight, like Venn diagram. It's like the flower, you know, (laughs) um, like, okay. So let's, let's see. I like comics. I like cartoons, all stuff like that. Um, it's a very narrative thing and I like making music, which is also kind of a narrative thing. And a lot of the stuff that I like to play is really kind of playful and starts somewhere between garage rock and new wave and weird arty stuff. So like it's already starting to do this. And then, (laughs) um, I like to do a lot of the uh, album art. So, um, it's easy for me to like think of stuff to do, um, for that kind of, those types of music. Um, I don't know. I just, everything's like colorful. I don't know. This is very hard for me to explain. So <laughs> no, you're doing, you're doing fine. I'm, I'm understanding. It. I'm, I'm understanding it. <laughs> so, so yeah, I mean, really, um, music kind of like mushes into art as far as like making stuff for either one, you mm-hmm. know, like I can, um, well, mm-mm. 
sorry. Um, <laughs> uh, so yeah, with music, um, there's a lot of writing involved comics. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of writing involved making stuff into what I want it to be. Like yeah. I'll get an idea for something or like an inspiration and, um, the whole process of like starting out with kind of a, a lump of an idea and then getting it to where we can do all the fun fine tuning and yeah. cool stuff and you're like oh that's what that's going to be and you follow through with that direction it's like it's the same thing with music and art to me so so with it let's say something that's like visual illustrative is is there like a similarity in your approach to let's say if you're doing like album art versus like doing a comic you're like all right this is the style that i'm working in and does it vary too does it vary a lot or is it really like no this is your this is a fox style right here <laughs> I mean, I think I definitely have my own style and stuff. Like I'm very influenced by like mid-century art, like all the old cartoons, you yeah. know, um, Hanna-Barbera, all that stuff. But um, I mean, people, like if I get a commission for album art and um, they want a very specific thing, I mean, I don't go too far outside of my own um, creative realm yeah. just because that would be weird. And it always like, anytime I've tried, it's like, it's like, Elena, do this in the style of, you know, MC Escher. And like, I can try, but it's always going to look a little bit like I did it. <laughs> and, and, that's, and that's the thing I would imagine. Like if someone is like, for instance, doing this podcast, anybody can sit there and do an interview with you. Right. I mean, I'm great, but anybody can do an interview with you. And I think there's a certain brand to it that kind of goes with it. So it's like, hey, you can try to do this style, but like, Alina, you, we want yours. We want what you're doing or what have you. And there's something to be said for that. It's like, this is what you're getting. You hired me. You brought me in. You know what I mean? Uh -huh. That and is like my favorite when people just want like my own style. They're like, you do you. Do you. And I'm like, yes, freedom. <laughs> Victory. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Um. So you, you mentioned Hanna Barbera. Uh, so what what cartoons? What cartoons did you like? Because I, I like see now you got me into our cartoon space because I'm a cartoon guy. I, I like cartoons. Mm -hmm. uh, so I mean I'm illegally streaming them. Hush hush. This is on a podcast. I'm legally streaming them. Um, <laughs> but um, I I watch a lot of cartoons. So like what Hanna Barbera cartoons are you you checking for? I mean, God, like trying to think i mean lately i've been thinking about um like i've been collecting those like old glasses those screen printed glasses from like the 60s that pepsi was giving away oh, yeah, yeah. Um, and like uh like cool cat snagglepuss like everyone forgets about that guy yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, all those like weird huckleberry hound and all that kind of weird stuff yeah. um I, I mean also uh it's not hair and i don't think but um like rocky and bullwinkle I, I, all those kind of drawings and like also the way uh i don't know i just love the color palettes they use honestly i don't even i don't even mind like some scooby-doo like crappy animation where you see the same speck of dust <laughs> go around every time they're running you know yeah um i, I love it all and looney tunes i i, I can't even pick I remember when I was younger, we used to have these, uh, we used to, we used to use, this is how broke we were. We used to have, uh, the jelly jars that had like Tom and Jerry yes. on there. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, And those became, uh, glasses. It's like, let me, let me have a swig of water or what have you. You're drinking out of those. 
Oh no, totally. I mean, I still do that. Like I'm looking around, <laughs> you can't see it, but there's a whole skyline of glasses and coffee cups. Um, <laughs> so I, I mean, I have, I have the jelly jars and when I was a kid, we used to drink out of them. And now I drink wine out of them. As you should. That, that's an adult <laughs> version of that. I love it. I love it. It's like no more juice or jelly. It's just wine, dark uh -huh. red wine. Like my soul. Um, Not fancy. It's just like. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, you so you, you you strive to be unique in your work, right? Um, in your creative endeavors, and I, I would imagine you aim to have that own your own signature, if we were discussing. Um, so, really, when when someone is like reaching out to you as a um, in, in a client kind of way really what are they what are they getting from you like what what are they like give me that what's what's that what's it look like when they're getting some art from you it's like look i'm giving you this like what does it look like for you um well usually when someone commissions me to do a piece and they want like something in my own style mm -hmm. uh, i like to ask them what like i like to get a sense of who i'm drawing for you know because sometimes it'll be a portrait um especially when it's a portrait of a human being <laughs> that I don't know. That's always kind of weird. Cause you want to like, you want it to seem like the person. Cause I, when I draw people, I'm pretty simple about it. It's like, you know, when I draw myself, my nose is like literally an L. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, so when I draw them, like there are very subtle differences that you can see, but if someone's, you know, really, really inspired by like, Oh, this is my dog. Oh, I love canoeing. I don't know. But I like to know these things. Um, yeah. And then, you know, I'll give them, you know, one or two different versions of what they want. Like I did, a, I did an animated video last summer and um, for the character design I did, I made her three different bees and then three different bats. And like, so that's really fun for me. Like I drew like a big fat bat, a little bat, like a fancy bat. Yeah. And um, so usually, you know, it comes in uh, iterations and they yeah. pick what, what they like. So you had a posh bat, you had like a chunky bat. I, I like it. I like it. Uh -huh. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> a posh bat. Chunky bat was so cute. Um, so how hmm, how do you perceive your yourself? And this is a ridiculous question, but I, I think it's worth uh, I think it's worth like analyzing. Bad emoji. <laughs> no, no, no. It's no more emojis. We're all out of emojis here. Um, Hamburger. <laughs> so, <laughs> I'm a slice of pizza. It's just just all types of pepperonis. Um, I, I remember I was joking with my girlfriend, uh, you know, you have the, uh, what is it? The, the iPhone. And whenever you complete a workout, if you wear an Apple watch, it'll send whoever it's like following you, what you've been doing. So I made her a, do a donut on there and she was like, <laughs> screw you. And I was like, what you say? <laughs> I was like, I'm actually the donut. She was like, but you sent it to me though. So I feel like it's, it's subtle shade. I was like, there's a whole, like whole new level of communication with those emojis. Like, yes. Vegetables aren't what you think they are. No, they're not. Eggplants are not. They're, they're, they're not to be fried. I can't uh, even look at a real one anymore. No, no, they're mm -mm. no, nope, can't kidding. do it. The, I you. No, no, no. Um, but it's funny in that because I was paying service, I was like, no, no, it's a clear mistake. So now everyone that has my iPhone number and I'm in their account, my face pops up as a donut, and it's really funny. <laughs> My brother was like, "Are you sweating off your sprinkles?" I was like, "Look, man, can we can we stop talking about my donut picture?" <laughs> the people of food—that's that's the lesson here. Um, yeah. So, in, in terms of being a creative, like, how do you view view it? Are you a person that's like, "Look, I just do what I do. 
and or you're a person that throws around that kind of weighty, you know, as a creative, um, this is the life I must live. Because I've been struggling with that in this spot of I'm a podcaster. I enjoy doing it. I haven't I, I have a certain approach to it and I'm artistic about it. And then you have other people. You're a documentarian. You're a storyteller. Blah, blah, blah. Uh-huh. It's like, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I am. I'm. 100% never like, yes, I'm an artist. Mm. I must draw or I feel terrible. <laughs> like, I'm not like that at all. Like, anyone that knows me, I mean, I'm very not not fancy like that. I mean, I love drawing and I love making stuff. Mm-hmm. And um, I love being creative with other people. And um, I honestly, half the time I spend being like, this is terrible, uh, you know, and do it over. Like, I'm... Yeah. I'm pretty hard on myself, but at the same time, I'm not, um, it's just something that I've always done that I like to do. But I, I, I'm definitely not lofty about it. <laughs> no. And, and I think, I think that's the sign of like, look, I'm just a person that's just doing my thing. And I think I'm in that same space as I was saying, but also I'm still critical of what I do. Like I, I did this, like I was telling you earlier, I did a screening yesterday and I, I had a splitting headache most of the day. And I was oh, like, no. I'm going to do this. I'm going to make this happen. And I'm like, I, I misstepped on like three or four words. And I was like, look, I got one job. It's like, I'm a kicker <laughs> in football. It's like, look, just don't miss the kick. And it's like, it's like a weather. And it's like, just get it right. Is it raining or not? And um, yeah, I fumbled on a word and I was, I beat myself up about it for like two hours. And also, probably no one notices that stuff, but you like, Right. I'll do a thing. I'll post a thing on Instagram and it'll be like a stray line. I'm like, oh, everyone's going to think I'm a fraud. You know, like, <laughs> yeah. she, she really sucks. Ah. I've been found with, out. Yeah. <laughs> I know. Like, I play a bad note at a show and I'm like, oh, everyone looked at me. They don't care. No one knows. So <laughs> what what role do you think? Like just like the let's say the culture like in 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 its broadest terms have played in like your creative efforts. Like, do you at a certain time like you know what I don't know if I want to really draw or illustrate right now. I might be more inclined to do music or I'm not really feeling commissions. It's been a little rough in terms of like working with other people. What what role do you think like culture or what's surrounding you outside of you has has plays on what you're doing creatively? Um, it's a very good question. Um. So I definitely creatively like vacillate between like, I'm honestly, it's rare that I've ever felt um, creative energy for music and art at the same time. Um, It seems like they bounce back and forth. I mean, even since I was a kid Um, and as far as like what's going on around me, um, I've never, I know there's a lot of people that say they, um, when they're going through some stuff or, you know, fe- feeling emotions from external places, like that's when I, that's when I do my best writing, you know? Um, but that's like not the case for me. Like I have to like deal with lifey things. And then once I've like, you know, tied that up in a little bow, I will, um, then start to feel creative again. Like, yeah. I don't know. I, I think I kind of like missed how that works. I don't know. No, no. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, definitely. And the stuff like you were saying with, uh, I do get burned out with like working with people and commissions. Like at some point I'm just like, I just want to draw comics about me and my cat. I don't want to like do a logo for, you know, your book club. I don't know. But, um, <laughs> uh, so 
it does come in phases. I, I get, I, I have to like restart all the time. I, I, I dig it. Yeah. You were still talking. I'm sorry. Oh, no, no, I was rambling. It's fine. Um, no, <laughs> uh, uh, it, like again, going back to like when it's something that like I'm always kind of a wreck when I'm doing something in front of people, like this is different. And people mm -hmm. are like, you know, podcasting, it's like the same thing. You're just in front. I was like, no, I'm not. I, don't know. I know what you mean. Yeah. I was like, I can fake through it. Like, I might not be wearing pants right now and I feel much <laughs> more comfortable. I am wearing pants, but still, my point is um, <laughs> I'm not wearing pants. As you shouldn't. Um, but, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but like 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 yesterday as I'm going to this this thing I'm doing this show and it's like I did a podcast and then I'm headed to do the screening and it's like the largest like audience of people I've been in front of and doing mm -hmm. anything live and I had some lifey stuff come up um, of some family related stuff and I'm like I don't have the emotional capacity to deal with this and as well as fighting this headache that I had. Uh and I was like, I'm fighting my trepidation, my anxiety, this headache, and now family stuff is the cherry on top. Mm -hmm. and, and instead of the bow, I'm putting in like a Viking funeral. It's like, this needs to burn. <laughs> this needs to go. Yeah. And, and then, you know, after I did that first podcast and knocked that out of the way, and while I'm headed to the the live joint, um, I'm like, all right, I, I'm going to be tight about this later if I have to deal with this in a later day. So let me at least try to analyze what this family situation is, sort it out, give it its due, but I need to be better equipped to do it and give it that due. So I'm not carrying it over into the thing because it's going to be there. It's always it's hard. There. It's so hard to ignore that stuff. Like, especially when you have to be in, in front of people, I actually um, went through a similar thing. Um, we, one of my bands had a show last weekend and there was all sorts of drama happening. Some people I know, and then I had to get up on stage and like, pretend like nothing happened, but it was like super, super awkward. It didn't involve me directly, but it was like two, two people fighting that I was sort of in the middle of. And I was just like, cool, this is so much fun. Um, but by the, by the end of it, I was able to like compartmentalize that stuff. Um, mm -hmm. And I feel like when you are like, uh, you kind of have to do that if you're like juggling multiple creative endeavors like you were just saying like you're doing podcast you're doing a live thing and one's brain can only <laughs> handle so many things at one time so you know gotta put one thing down uh yes and uh <laughs> at a point i was like because i i know like my my inclination if i invite people out to like do something like hey come see me i was like i'm a nobody but come see me and I'm like, I'm not going to go in there with anybody because if I feel like someone's not having a good time, I'm going to overanalyze it and like, mm -hmm. hey, man, what can I do to make it better? Do you need money? Here's here's a hundred dollars. <laughs> and I just I just hung outside of the theater the, the whole time for the screening. And, you know, people were like just just chatting with me. And I was like, that's cool. You know, and I'm kind of doing ultimately what it was intended to do and being more involved and facing the community. Mm -hmm. And I was like, I need food. I was like, I need something to abate this friggin' migraine that was, yeah. you know, going on. I was like, I'm going to get an empanada and a beer. And the beer helped a lot. Perfect. I'm surprised. <laughs> I'm surprised. Um, uh, so let's see. What rules do you have as an artist? Um, like rules in terms of like illustration, um, in terms of like, you know, I have to do this line. I have to layer it this way or whatever that looks like. And with that, because I feel like you're a rule breaker, which rule do you like to break? I can tell oh. you're a rule breaker. I'm just looking at you right now. <laughs> <laughs> it's because of my robot. Yes. I, I, I love the robot. Actually. <laughs> he was a stage prop. 
Um, well, I guess, I mean, I don't really have a ton of rules for myself, which is um, part of, I mean, honestly, and this is the cheesiest sounding thing. My biggest rule is to just like follow my gut instinct with stuff with projects more so than like do something that's like, oh, I don't know. People really think I'm great if, you know, I do this thing and imagine that, you know, it just, if something feels wrong to be doing, it's definitely not going to come out right. And I'm never, like, I'll never be happy with it. So I think um, my biggest rule is just to do whatever I want. <laughs> I dig it. I, I, I dig it. I, and I think, you know, I, I feel like there's a connection happening here. I don't know what you're feeling. I feel like there's a connection happening in that very DIY in that, this is what I want to do and everything else be damned. Um, cause you know, you have opportunities to work. It's like, I don't want to work with you or, you know, I'm going to take a week off because I feel like taking a week off from doing this. Or mm-hmm. maybe I want to just sit here and, you know, do movie reviews for the next like two weeks and not really talk with anyone in that, that way. And who's going to tell me no, you know? And I, and I think that that's a really freeing part and creatively, is that that point where you feel most free and most energized that you're like, I can do whatever I want. Mm-hmm. That um, it is very freeing to, to realize that, that you can do whatever you want, especially like, I mean, I've, I've had other jobs before where I have to report to a place and be miserable all day. Um, and then once that like left my life, I'm just like, I can do whatever the hell I want. This is, this is perfect. Um, but at the same time, sometimes within that freedom, I'm like, what am I going to do? Like, <laughs> mm-hmm. like there, there's just an infinite amount of things you could do. There's an infinite amount of things I want to do. Like, Oh, I need to do this. I need a Kickstarter. I need to make this. And Oh, cool. But, um, <laughs> so I, ha- I really have to like concentrate on like picking out a few things, mm-hmm. focus on them. That's been a like difficult challenge for me, honestly, because, um, I do get a lot of ideas and I do want to do them all, but you know, who can do them all? Nobody. Um, so, so, um, yeah, I don't know. Is is there an instance where you're like, all right, I need to just like do three. I need, cause I, I run into that too. It's like, I have so many ideas. And when you talk to people for like, like funding and things like that, because it's like, I have ideas, but oh, someone else is paying for it. I know. <laughs> I have so many of those. Like, I hate that. I'm like, I wish that I, like, I, I always say that I would be the worst rich person. Cause like, <laughs> which means I'll never be that way. Uh, I mean, I would definitely give money to like people that need it and animals that need it. But I would be like, we're going to make tarot cards. We're going to make books. We're going to do this. And, you know, I would spend all my money on printing stuff, have a house full of crap. <laughs> no one's buying, but like I made them. <laughs> that was my goal. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> that's great. I, I think, I think my girlfriend is going to like this because uh, she has now eight decks of tarot cards. So oh, cool. I, I bought three different ones and she's like, yeah, you got to go to this one, Bruja, blah, blah, blah. I was like, what the hell? I was like, someone's going to cite me. I was like, this ain't me. This is her. This ain't, <laughs> it's not even me. I'm, I, I'm a fourth level warlock. I don't know. Um, <laughs> <laughs> cool. So I read that you published your, and this is the last question I have, last real question that I have. Um, so I read that you published your first book, your first solo comic book in 2009 called uh, mm-hmm. Dramatic Pause. Tell me about that experience. 2019 2019 sorry that's okay um yeah so dramatic pause one um that was my first 
like solo comic book on uh, published by Atomic Books here in yeah. Hamden. And um, it was that was crazy because like I wasn't expecting to do something like that. And I didn't really it was my first focused thing like well what am I going to write about like I love doing this auto bio stuff and I, I had just started doing that about like stories about me and my cats and um, I really wanted to do some like fun kind of weird psychedelic versions of what actually happens in my life <laughs> so um so that was really fun um when I finished that book I was kind of like and I still feel this way about it but it was my first one so I won't be too hard on myself but um I hadn't really um, felt comfortable like writing too personally in there. So there's a lot of like really light, cute things and like fun stories about spiders that are lawyers that I kind of love. But um, I, I do, uh, I did wish that I, you know, told a little bit more of myself in it. So then um, I did actually just put out Dramatic Pause Volume 2. Nice. It came out a few weeks ago on Atomic Books and, um, so you'll you'll hear a little bit more about my personal stuff. Nothing like stupid and like not stupid, but nothing too heavy. Nothing too heavy. But um, you you just you get to know me and my cat a little better. He's he talks more in this one. That's <laughs> a funny thing. He's gotten very verbal. Oh, here he is. Wait, wait, hold on. You like heard his name. Okay. <laughs> this is a bat. Howdy. <laughs> and um, he's a good boy. Yes. Sure, he hates this. <laughs> He's like, put me down. <laughs> put me down, biped. Put me down. <laughs> he was like, this is disgusting, mother. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, you'll, you'll uh, get to know him a little better in the second book. <laughs> That's great. So I got, um, and I got, I got three, no, f- nope, four. Four rapid fire questions for you. Okay. In um, these questions, uh, and one, thank you for everything so far. You've been great. Um, I got... <laughs> I got these rapid fire questions for you. Um, they are ridiculous. Um, so let's see. Uh, first one. Mm-hmm. What are your top three 1990s, pre 1990s sugared cereal mascots? Oh, uh-huh. research. Uh-huh. I love cereal mascots so much. Um, <laughs> okay. Sugar bear. He has the best voice and he can sing and he's cool. And he's just like, Quit, quit freaking out, Granny. He's cool. <laughs> I um, um, so yeah, like him. Um, I'm a big fan. Oh gosh, this question is so hard for me, and it shouldn't be. Um, <laughs> uh, I mean, the monsters. It's hard to pick one favorite cereal monster. Yeah. I kind of like Booberry. Booberry really is underrated. Cute. He's he's underrated, and I I feel like his cereal is underrated too. From what I remember, that's true. Probably gross to me now, but um, so yeah, Booberry's cool. Um, uh, the cuckoo for cocoa puffs. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Because he's out of his damn mind. That thing, <laughs> like you should revisit the old cocoa puffs commercials because he's crazy. I actually did a painting of him once, <laughs> but um, yeah, it's just it's funny that like that was fine. commercials um but yeah i mean honestly i could go on for days about those guys so i thought you'd appreciate that question question. (laughs) okay so next one one. uh Uh, cake or pie um pie which kind of pie oh man 
I have a question for you after that. Um, I would say uh, cherry. Okay. Cherry pie. But I also won't get mad at peach pie. Peach pie is good. I'm allergic to cherries, so I can't even comment oh, on it. Yeah. Hey, do you consider cheesecake a pie? Uh, that's a, that's a, that's a political question. Um, it, <laughs> I you can think talk about it later. I, I interrupted your flow. <laughs> um, the most cats you've lived at, lived with at one time. Mm -hmm. Most cats I've lived with at one time is three. Okay. Same for me, actually. Uh, this is the last one I have for you. Uh, favorite Taika project. Um, I mean, what we do in the shadows is awesome. <laughs> like the movie and the show are both so good. Yeah, I've recently, uh, I haven't watched the movie yet, so that's on my short list. Uh, the show is very friggin' funny. <laughs> I enjoy it. I enjoy it. Um, so, yeah, that, thank you. Thank you. That actually, I wasn't too far off. I was like, I know it's going to be this, but I'm going to be surprised if it's not. And, yeah. Thank you. I like being right. That's, that's what I'll just say. I like being right. Oh, well, you are. So congratulations. <laughs> so, so so with that, um, again, I, I'm going to thank you for being on this podcast. And I'm going to invite you to tell the fine folks to where to check out your work and where to follow you at and all of that good stuff. Okay. Um, well, thank you so much for having me. Um, I am honored. I don't really ever do this. Um, so uh, if you want to follow me on Instagram, it's Elena underscore draws underscore things because I draw things. Um, and I have a website. It's uh, Elena hyphen fox.com. It's under construction, but it's there. Um, <laughs> and I have some books at Atomic Books uh, in Baltimore, um, Dramatic Pause, Volume 1 and 2. So there you have it, folks. Um, I want to thank Elena Fox again for coming on to the podcast. And uh, I want to wrap up by saying I am Rob Lee and there is art in and around Baltimore. Uh, you just got to look for it. <laughs>